Hi everybody, welcome back to my podcast, which is at the corner of peace of mind with your host Trinity Gwen. Uh, last week, and I think the week before, I was not able to make a podcast episode because um, I think around two weeks ago I went to Ohio to reunite with some friends and my boyfriend, and it was really fun. But I I feel like I lost my hub on the way. I even asked Keegan, I was like, did I leave it there? He was like, no, it's not here. And it couldn't, it either had to be my book bag or my luggage. So I just, I just bought another one and I had to wait because it was connected. It connects my mic to my laptop because my uh, Mac doesn't have a USB port like the older ones used to. So that sucks. But um, today we we're going to have a little Q&A because a couple of weeks ago on my Instagram, which is at, is at corner of PAM, corner of Pam, peace of mind. Um, but it, I think the, the, the actual, um, username is like corner piece official, but if you look up corner of Pam, it also comes up that way too. So I'm going to pull up these questions and we're going to get straight into it. Actually, um, I meant to say this, I meant to put this in my notes from when I was making, um, my outline cause I'm looking right at it. So today, um, I'm actually uploading this episode the exact same day I record it because one it was way too long and two um it took a while too because it's like four o'clock it's like 4 40 on the dot where I'm um, recording this and today I just woke up really overwhelmed because I've been doing it's it's been like that for a long time and I think it's just for the fact that one I'm going back to school and I'm excited to go back to school of course um starting in you know, new line of classes and I'm going to be on the visual design team for one of my clubs. So it's going to be fun and hopefully an on-campus job. We'll see if we hear back from that. Um, I'm excited, you know, for a new start, but, um, I don't know. It's just leading up to things cause I have an audition coming up. I, um, my birthday is also coming up. It's always like a, so nerve-wracking to figure out what you want to do on your birthday because everyone's asking like what are you going to do for your birthday what are you going to do for your birthday and it's just like I don't know I'll, I'll figure it out I'll figure it out um maybe something low-key it's just I think once you get older after a certain birthday it's just like you know just a couple of people will just hang out go get some food that's about it you know um but I did go outside and I did listen to another podcast as well as my own. Sometimes I listen to mine because um, we're coming up, I think not next week, but the week after next. Actually, I think next, no, the beginning of two weeks from now will mark, you know what, 10 days from now will mark a whole year of this podcast being my podcast. And it's gonna be fun. I don't know what I'm gonna do to mark that year, but it's gonna be very, very special and I'm excited for that and there would have definitely been more episodes if I had prioritized more in my first semester of college but I was trying to get acclimated and everything but um enough of that I'm gonna get actually get into my questions you guys actually asked a couple of questions some of you guys asked around the same so I'm gonna just kind of group them all as one so let's get started so someone asked where do I see myself in five years? So five years from now, okay, I'm going to count that I'm already 19. I turned 19 a little under a month. 
five years from now, I'll be like, what? 24? Yeah, I'll be 24. Um, I hope to be, I don't hope to be like successful by 24. Because if you're successful by, like, if you're at your peak at 24, it's like, what else is there to grow from? I just feel like I would want to be in a comfortable space with comfortable people that I'm (laughs) comfortable with. And I have a nice job. I have my own living space the way that I want it because I've been looking, like, I've been pinning little boards and stuff of how I wanted to have my future house and my future apartment for years now. And... I don't know it's just like it's comforting that that's coming soon and you know there's more responsibilities coming after you know more than just decorating your house and you know making your house look pretty and stuff it's just it's more finances than that that's not what I'm exactly excited for but it's just it's just kind of the way life is um it's pretty broad because if I think about everything by five years from now you know how to hopefully I'll feel better about my mindset maybe I'll I'll definitely have a better way of thinking or a different way of thinking I'm not gonna say better but um by 25 I'll probably just be like I feel like as as laid back as I I always am maybe it'll be more of that but I think 24 year old Trinity will have more of a backbone because she'll actually be working she'll actually be in the work industry or in like the workforce whatever you want to call it like an actual profession and I have to put myself out there and as someone who's like building their portfolio now it's good to make yourself heard so work on your if you have if you're if you're your profession or your career your major is something that needs to be that you have to build I say start building it um doesn't even have to be like a project sometimes I'm, I'm using some of my projects because it's like the only people that I've actually seen it are my classmates or a professor and like some of my family but I want to see I want people to see my growth if that makes sense because what I worked on my freshman year of college I want to see because like I, I want people to see like it's not my work is not linear it just it's like it's exponential um maybe by the time I'll have dogs and animals I'll just say animals in general because I want a lot of pets Maybe I'll buy myself things because um, material things aren't really like my top priority. It's just as long as I'm happy, I feel like I'll be fine. So yeah, that was the longer version of that. Um, My biggest, someone asked, what are your biggest creative inspirations for music, podcasting, etc.? My biggest creative inspirations. Um, No, you know, I I see these, these questions because these questions are like, when was this? July 6th that was like a little under two weeks ago and you would have thought I would have thought about these questions but I'm just kind of thinking off the dome I think that's the best way to do it um my creative inspirations for podcasting now as far as podcasting goes before I made my podcast funny enough I didn't really listen to that many but what I did do was listen and watch people talk about things that they liked, you know? Um, I watched this YouTuber, her name is Rihanna McGavin, and she had videos of her talking about books that she liked to read. 
and just kind of her not her vibe but her persona was the fact that she didn't have any music in the background of her videos she didn't have this really cool intricate way of of editing or anything like that she didn't have these bright colors to lure you in so she could have subscribers she didn't she didn't have that it was just the fact that she just posted this video of her talking about books and talking about poetry and if people liked it they would follow her if they didn't that would be it and it wasn't so much of like I want to make it big it was just like I want to talk about this because this makes me happy and I think some other people would be happy about it and I guess that was a little bit of one of my creative inspirations um I think maybe a little bit of reading too some of the characters that I would read about just kind of sound like people I would listen to at a panel or just like as a lecture maybe um I read the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo and I think it's like it's a really really good book I, I think it was like the second to last book that I've read recently but the main character Monique Grant she is divorced and she works in this um I think I made a little synopsis about that in the book episode um but to sum it up she's a reporter she's a writer or you know she's a journalist right she was a journalist and she had this big story it was it's kind of like it's it's the plot line was pretty cliche it was like oh this journalist she wrote one good thing and now she writes like little commercial things like oh what's the best what's the best um cleaning supplies for your kitchen and now she gets this opportunity to work with someone big and this could be their big break and this person isn't who you think it you know that sort of thing it's kind of you know it's it's kind of like a washed up plot line but if you if you write it the right way people will enjoy it and people have and I have um but when I put myself in Monique's um perspective listening to Evelyn's story of how she was a a young actress in old Hollywood and how she had to make her way to the top with simply her looks and a little bit of fire that she had that like you know grew as she got as she got more famous I thought it was really cool um yeah I think reading is more of a, another creative inspiration I never really thought about that but music if you're asking like as far as a creative outlet for music now I'm, I don't make music um, I just simply play what's given to me but if you're asking like you know what's a creative outlet for what you want to listen to um, maybe that was the question you're asking but when I listen to music uh, specifically classical music I never know if I'm gonna get that buzzy brain feeling I was explaining in the last episode I was talking about Frizen if you haven't heard it you take a listen to it um, but especially when it's something new and like I said before that feeling never really comes sometimes it comes at the same time but sometimes it comes in another time in the song when it didn't when I listened to it the last time maybe it's just because my volume was down or maybe it was just how I was feeling that day and I needed that and my brain was just sending like you know little neurotransmitters telling me that I need just needed more dopamine and this was gonna do it for me so it I don't know that I don't think it's really much of a creative outlet I think being a musician is the creative outlet so that's all that I can say for that because um 
being a musician and playing with so many different people who come from different walks of life and music it's just I think that's just that's just what that's just creative outlet in of itself um something I'd really like to do this year is go to an orchestra just you know um I I go to school near Cleveland so well maybe I'll see something in around the Cleveland Cleveland Orchestra I think maybe that's what it's called um my method when I go watch an orchestra after being conceited and watching the trombones for a good 10 minutes I'm focusing my 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 gaze on the strings and I think I explained this in the first episode but what makes wind players and string players so different but so unique at the same time is that both of we're both using our bodies but we're using it in different ways you know with wind instruments you're we're using our breath we're using our entire body because if we use our breath a, a specific way we can literally i don't know we can we can make the phrase differently if we use the amount of air we could turn something that was played in piano into double forte um but with string instruments it can sound and I'm not trying to make this I'm not trying to bash string players at all it's just the fact that they don't use their mouth they don't use their lungs as their instrument along with the the physical instrument it can sound artificial you know because people can mimic a, a violin all the time the technology we have today is insane but um the fact that it sounds artificial but people are playing I love seeing the string instruments play because even though their bows are all moving the exact they're all in unison but their bodies are doing something different because one person can be like kind of really leaning forward and playing with their bow and someone can just be kind of like sitting in the back and basking into the um the measure because one person can be like oh I really like this phrase but the person before was really getting into it before then because they like that phrase it's really fun and I suggest doing that because it's really cool because you can actually see how music literally moves people yeah that's I think that's as much as I'm going to ask with answer with that question I think I feel I I feel satisfied with that answer um someone asked what's a habit that you would want to break or create now breaking is this one's a really tough one right now that I'm trying to battle and it's um talking about my feelings uh, I think it's something that everybody can really talk about but I think it just comes from a place where I was younger where if I was you know if someone was not yelling at me or just maybe just reprimanding me that's the better word um I would not say anything and even though I would want to share my feelings saying nothing and just being complicit made them stop talking and then just kind of left it at there and I'm like okay this works which didn't <laughs> which didn't help in the long run years later so I'm just me and my boyfriend are just helping me out he's he's been helping me out with that and my little close circle help me with that now a habit that I want to create I'm guessing a good habit um I think congratulating myself I I think I don't really give myself as much credit as I think I would 
because I think I came from a place where I didn't like to praise myself so much because I always thought it, it made me. It made me sound conceited or it made me just sound like I was just being the most narcissistic person in the world because I never wanted to be that kind of person that just talks about themselves all the time. But these little successes that I have, no one really knows about them and because in my subconscious mind I'm just like nobody cares <laughs> you know like that's I always think like nobody nobody cares that you made the dean's list trinity like why would they care why would they ask if you how your grades are doing but um it matters to me and sometimes I make my successes a little you know working like what's the word a little learning curve because some people could be in my situation right now and would never know and maybe you know it's like a little unspoken thing and be like oh I'm going through that maybe I should maybe I should work on that or maybe I should you know highlight my successes because I like to congratulate myself so now those things are getting better but you know they definitely weren't you know that hat like the potential good habit was was never thought of um, another person asked, what's the goal of my podcast? Um, now I think somebody, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see, cause I think someone asked why I made my podcast. Okay. The same person asked what keeps me inspired with making podcasts that, which was kind of answered before. Um, okay. Um, I'll go in and say why I made my podcast and then the goal so we can just kind of lead up into it because the goal of it is kind of the why of making it to me so for starters um, after obviously after I had I hit, hit puberty because if you've known me um, my best friend can vouch for you of how high my voice was and how annoying it definitely was after hearing it and like watching videos of me talk now it is one it is embarrassing and two it's just like man my voice really sounded like this but now that my voice kind of matured a little bit well not kind of it, it definitely did um people started to notice that a little and I like to talk a lot on my snapchat and my Instagram and just like social media in general just about anything so when people would just openly you know slide up on my snap or slide up on my Instagram and just say like oh I really you're really entertaining like I really like how your voice sounds you're just really you have a really mellow voice and there was this one time I was um I was doing a variety show at my high school and I think it was like my freshman or junior or sophomore I think it was junior year I have no idea it, it was one of them <laughs> um and I was talking to somebody in a little circle and I think she had she had like respectfully interrupted me she was just like oh can I say something I was like sure like what's what's up and she's like your voice is really soothing it's really nice and I was like oh thank you I think I might have blushed a little bit because it was just like I never really took an account to what my my voice meant to people it was just you know it was just another voice like another you know person sound box just vibrating and just making sound and just having a conversation with somebody I didn't really think the way my voice sounded made somebody feel comfortable you know so I just kind of took that into consideration I'm like okay maybe some people want to hear me talk you know maybe they find some comfort in it with you know with everything going on in this world 
So why not talk about things that I like um, while it makes me comfortable and it makes you comfortable? Just an easy exchange. And this goal was just to make people, like I said, feel comfortable and to touch people. Um, when I mean touch, is just like, you know, I live in one spot at, at one time. I can't be in so many places at once. So where I am, I just hope to make an impact on somebody or at least one person. So that's just what I want to do. Um, this one, this one's a fun one. <laughs> um, someone said, what's the favorite thing about your boyfriend? Um, okay, I'll give you two answers because there's one that's like, I guess it's not a material thing. It's just something he does. And like maybe, and then another one is like a personality trait. One of my favorite things is about, the, the, my favorite thing about him is his laugh. Like, I really love his laugh because um, <laughs> he has so many. But um, that's actually my favorite thing to do with him, really. It's just like, I love a good laugh. And it just, his making him laugh makes me feel good more than it makes me laugh, you know? Um, and then as far as his personality goes, one of my favorite things is just like, he doesn't really... He doesn't care where we are. You know, if he, he doesn't care where we are to, sh to show how much he loves someone. You know what I mean? Um, if we're out in public and, you know, we're holding hands, but he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna do extra and just like put his arm around my neck and like put me in a chokehold for like two seconds, you know? Not in like a way that it looks like I'm getting abducted, but it's just like, it's a playful thing. It could be in the library or something, like in the most discreet, just, you know, quiet spot, but it, he just doesn't care. He, he's just, he can be carefree like that sometimes. So yeah, that's one that's two of many of my favorite things about him. Um, Let's see. What's the craziest thing you've ever done? Um, I don't know. I'm not that much of a rebel. <laughs> I was going to say I'm not that much of a rebel. Um, I don't really live on the edges much. I mean, it's definitely different now uh, that I, you know, that I got older. Mm, I can't really think of like the craziest thing I've ever done because my family listens to this podcast. So, um, let me see. I mean, I don't really know. Maybe, okay. The craziest thing, um, that younger Trinity think would have thought that she would have never done when she got older, let me answer it that way, is to go to a college party. Now, look, um, when I was in high school thinking about college, I was like, you know, I'll go to maybe one party like once a year you know uh just with the right people but you know kind of going frequently now it just was like okay this is the norm you know uh I didn't really go to that many um parties in high school why would I ever want to go to one in college uh the only difference is just like you know obvious reasons it's just I don't know I just didn't really think of it that way and now that I'm older I'm just like oh wow it's kind of crazy Maybe I'll come back and answer that question, but for right now, that's that's probably the most craziest thing that Trinity thinks is the most crazy, or younger Trinity thinks is crazy right now. So yeah, so far yeah, that's about that's that's the best way I can answer it. 
Um, the biggest thing you realized about yourself this year slash the biggest change. Okay. Biggest thing that I realized about myself. I think... Okay, so when I go back about my successes, I'm going to hone in on one specific success, and I, that I set the dean's list. Um, I don't want to talk about my grades too much, but it was kind of weird how I kind of shifted so quick, or the biggest change, because the biggest change was obviously college, but the curriculum change was was completely different but it just didn't seem that big of a switch to me maybe it was the high school that I went to or maybe that's just I don't because again I don't really want to be narcissistic or anything like that or just maybe it's just how smart I am I don't know like it just any way that I say it just kind of makes me seem like a makes me sound like I'm conceited it's just like I, I can say that I'm I'm pretty smart because to me, I don't really think there's any way you can really measure someone's intelligence. That's just me personally, because you can line up so many people in the world with these really high IQs and all of this and that. But that's, you know, that's for another that's for another field, I guess, because you can have you can have a high IQ, but some people aid in one thing and then some people aid in another some people are really good with books but some people are really street smart and some people just have i don't know some people just retain things better than other people but that doesn't make you smarter than anybody else you know it's just maybe how i retain some specific in, like information and how it's stored in my brain and how i use it for uh later things in life but um I guess just how I how I figured out that what I was doing in my first semester just did not work and I just didn't want to feel bad about myself and knowing that I was al not alone in this but this was my reputation that I needed to sustain and I was like you know what I gotta make some sacrifices or I just have to figure out what works and like really pay attention to what works and just ride that ride for this long and we'll see how long it takes me so so far it's going well we'll see how the sophomore year goes um well we're striving for the president's list this time dean's list was uh i think you make if you're on the dean's list you have a 3.4 or higher president's is 4.0 or higher so let's hope for the best for that okay um i think there's one more question or i think that was all of them i'm just looking oh i'm so sorry okay <laughs> keegan asked me a question okay um how did you get into anime and if you could pick one to be in which one okay now my my brother he used to watch dragon ball z now, I wasn't near him when he would watch Dragon Ball Z, but I knew, you know, later when we, you know, were, were being brother and sister and not like, you know, in our own element sometimes, like he would come out of my, out of his room and then just go in my room just to bother me. Um, I don't know. It's just like I had an interest in 
in in anime because Pokemon was just like off the walls. This was before Pokemon Go and all of that. I always wanted to, but at that point it was just, I don't know why I never just watched them when I was younger. Because if I watched them then in middle school, who knows how much I would have been watching right now. Who knows, I would probably been up to date with One Piece now. But um, for some reason I just didn't. Maybe because Steven Universe was taking the majority of my time and Spongebob was taking the majority of my time. I think... I, you know what I, I know why because I felt like I was too old at that point to start to start on Pokemon because Pokemon or any other anime because everyone around that age had just has been watching it while they were growing up with it because I think people have a better um relationship with any work like you know music or you know it just you know but in this case a tv show people have a better relationship with it or a better understanding of this whole world if they grew up with it you know because people who want to watch steven universe now will never feel the same way i did when i watched it in middle school because i was going through the exact same thing steven was but somebody else watching it at 21 that's cool like i you know we could talk about steven universe but it just doesn't have the same you know this doesn't have the same correlation to me so when I watch it now, I just kind of have that thought in my head that some people, you know, have gone through things and anime or any anime show has just like helped them through that. And I just have to respect that sometimes or I respect it all the time, but just in my head, I just have that thought. So later on, um, I started, I think I started watching Hunter x Hunter first. Yeah, because I was like, that was the first anime that I finished all the way through because it wasn't like a, <laughs> it wasn't a thousand episodes um I okay now when he's when he said like to be a part of or to be in doesn't mean I, I I'm gonna just go on loopholes and be like if I could have Nen and I can have Zetsu and all of that then maybe Hunter I would be Hunter Hunter but if it's like a soft easy going you can't have like you cannot have any powers in this thing then I stick with Haiku or Haiku I don't know how to pronounce it, it was, it's a volleyball anime I would stick with that because it's really easy going it's nice I would have wanted to I would wanted to be Kyoko and I just wanted to be these the the sports manager for these big dummies who play volleyball who are like actually sweet and, and care about each other that would have been a, a, a nice life to live but you know if I could have powers and I could just be on another element as everybody else then yeah I'd be I think I'd be in Hunter Hunter because I would have said One Piece but I'm like the technology is so out of out of place but in place at the same time because they'd have transponder snails as communication but would broadcast things on jumbotrons so I never really understood what you know which time zone we're actually in but we're pirates and they're in you know so at least hunter hunter has a little bit the civilization is more modern so i'm gonna stick with hunter um and i think that's everything that's the, all of the questions now i am gonna talk about one of the my favorite books though too and that would be my year of rest and relaxation by otessa moshfeg and i told you guys about that book in the book episode but i think i'm gonna um spread all these books out in close readings so that you know I can 
because it's you know this is not sponsored obviously but you know so I can sell you guys these books so you guys can actually read them and I you know I wrote an outline just so I can get everything down so if you hear like a rustling of paper that is what it is so the book is called my year of rest and relaxation and I'm going to talk about what it's about and why it's so good so um our main protagonist does not have a name and when I watch interviews with Otessa and explaining why she does not have a name is because um she's had um a nice relationship Otessa this is what I'm talking about has had a nice relationship of making names for her characters now she talks about um Rena who is the protagonist's best friend she's always redoing something she's always like re you know and Dr. Tuttle who is the protagonist's psychiatrist she's always like tuttling around doing something so with that when the reason why she did not give the protagonist a name is because um of her project that she's trying to do because in the title it's my year of rest and relaxation and the reason why she wants to sleep for an entire year is that um she thinks that her cells would could be regenerated so many times it could take for them to just be forgotten or all the trauma can be forgotten and all the memories in the past that has been lodged in her brain that they could just regenerate and just, you know, restart, you know? And Otessa felt that the fact that she had a name would just give her too much of an identity because she's trying to be a new person. She's trying to be completely different. She's trying to leave the past that she had in the past you know I have to be grateful because I was the only one that has gone this entire uh, episode people get a really good kick out of just driving in (laughs) neighborhoods sometimes I feel like there should just be like a designated place every 10 15 miles for people to just go crazy and i'm not talking about parking lots in front of walmart or nothing like that i'm just saying like there should just be a a racetrack at least every 15 to 20 miles just to scratch that itch that every car guy or car girl has in there in their head because it's getting tired at this point just get the rush somewhere else um anyway yeah, she's trying to she's trying to live a new life that she um from the one that she has before. And the cover art um is actually hundreds old, like hundreds of years old. It's called it's it's pretty self-explanatory. It's called a young lady in white or something like that. I'm pretty sure. Ah. Um <laughs> I'm trying to look at the at the artwork because I, I said it in one of my episodes it's called yeah it's portrait of a young woman in white yeah by I want to say this right because this is French I think it's Jacques Louis David <laughs> I think I don't know um but if you look up a portrait of young woman in white it's it's just a it's it's pretty self-explanatory it's gonna be the same thing I hope nobody else is 
taken that so you won't get confused but the reason why the cover art is the way it is is because um it's just like who the protagonist is um the protagonist just like the woman in the picture doesn't have a name um and the protagonist she lives on the upper east side and she has an apartment that's purchased with the inheritance of her deceased parents and she's bored with her life just like the woman on the cover and just as the woman on the cover is bored she you know she's like rolling her eyes because she's just like man is this really it so it's kind of giving the kind of giving like a little picture of who this person is if you want to put the lady on the cover as the protagonist that's perfectly cool um i i personally don't think that's <laughs> that's her because that's like 1700s french um france um as opposed to 2000s upper east side new york pre 9-11 so i don't know do what you will um it's a really really fantastic read um her character is really judgmental and very critical of the culture she lives in because i feel like um living in new york seems really exhausting um another interview that she said otessa said that living in new york you tend to become a little blasé <laughs> if that makes sense it's just like there's so many people in New York who are tired of doing the same old thing because they've seen the same old thing time and time again and I don't know I think people love New York but people also don't want to live in New York because they like the mystery of it all they like the comfort of it and I can't really speak because I'm not a New Yorker my brother lives in New York so maybe I'll ask him about it when I when I talk to him but so far I, I think I understand it because I feel like too much of anything gets tired at one point you know um what else was there anything else i wanted to talk about in this book than how great it is um <laughs> oh i'm actually reading um otessa's like first first published which is called eileen and it's so good so far it's um set in 1964 and it's about this woman and obviously her name is eileen she has a name and she is telling the reader how she is going to disappear and she because it's you know it's kind of you know kind of similar to my year breast and relaxation they both have an agenda of doing something that they're actually going to do they're they're dead set on it you know they're not you know like maybe I shouldn't maybe I should there's no doubt with either of these characters and that's what makes them so cool it's like you know when they're sent they're when they said they're gonna do something they're actually gonna do it um Eileen lives with her alcoholic dad her mother passed away and by a sickness I think she got cancer and um she lives in a boy an all boys correctional center but she calls it a kid prison which it is that is what it is um and she just she really when I explained this um, to Keegan, because he asked me what it was about, I was basically saying that she is more, she's self-absorbed in a way that you wouldn't think. 
you know, when people say self-absorbed, they're just like, oh, they, they make sure that they are, you know, they're looking to top shape. She like, they're just kind of, they adorn themselves, you know, like self-absorbed. It's just a little bit the same as self-conceit or being just conceited, um, and self-centered. But Eileen, she just, you know, she pays attention to what she wears just in a way to be like, this is what I'm wearing. I'm wearing these clogs with these long stockings and my mother's girth just to, you know, cause she, <laughs> she is not in a way that, it's not that she, she hates herself. It's just like, she's aware of what she looks like. You know, she's not going to be like, Oh, you know, maybe I could be prettier with this. She's, she's fully content of her, of her appearance and she's not going to change herself. She's not going to wear this makeup, but she's not going to wear this perfume because she thinks that perfume is just, she hates it. There's nothing better than just like a, just the natural scent. And I think she had mentioned that perfume just kind of masks just what you actually smell like. And she hates that. So I don't, yeah, I, you know, she just doesn't really, she doesn't really care about, you know, trivial, trivial things now. Maybe that's what women had that women's mindsets were, or some women's mindsets were in the sixties. Cause in the sixties, well, for other people, <laughs> um, life wasn't as, you know, glamorous as then, but so far it's really, really good. I'll talk to you guys more about it, but this will conclude the end of this episode. I'm glad that you guys stuck all the way through and asked me questions. If you guys want to ask me more questions, we can do a part two. That would be great. And I'll talk about more books. And actually the next episode, I will talk of this will be another music episode and it will talk about what I see people as in songs. And I'll explain that more next week. I'll see you guys soon.